0: what up everybody this is charlie maverick this is the backyard pitmaster podcast brought to you by the mavcast podcast network i thought i'd get on here and do a live recording of the backyard pitmaster podcast since i had a bit of motivation to get something on wax it's been a week or so since I did the last installment of the Pitmaster podcast. Terrence P. Elmore was on there, chilling, talking about chicken. (laughs) It was a good conversation. Always good to talk to Terrence P. Elmore. I had Terrence on three consecutive podcasts. Oh, man. That reminds me. Got to Do a little bit of housekeeping updates going on. There's a lot of things moving in the background. Not physically right now, but a lot of things happening with the podcast network. Well, for one thing, and I do need to update. Ah, Let me do that now. Let me update the branding for this podcast oh you guys are watching now boom oh that was easy so now you see the new branding for the mavcast podcast network formerly known as the mavcast audio blog you're like why would you change the name kept the same picture in the background and same font and everything typeface i don't know Literary folks get a little peeved when you hear the words say the wrong way in terms of talking about visual text. (laughs) So I got to appease you. So I was like thinking, always trying to make things better, enhance, upgrade a little bit, make things more sensible. And how you find the content. And I'm like, you know what? What I really do is, it's not live online radio. The format is kind of like that. If you listen to the live shows before. And I haven't been doing it that a long time. But technology has advanced. And I'm like, hey, I I talking a... Format like a live broadcast while I actually do a live broadcast. So I'm like, why don't we call this the podcast network and operate it kind of like a network? I got multiple shows, podcasts that are on the network. will keep referring to it as that instead of the audio blog. The, the reason why I changed the name is because before I was able to go live consistently with the broadcast this is the format i like to just record and i actually don't I actually don't record the podcast live in a way like a lot of others that depend on comments and live interaction it's more of i have a formulated script in my brain and i like to just present it in a way that is organic And there's nothing more organic than broadcasting or recording live without expecting an interaction, unless it's a guest. I want to be kind of like a radio thing. But before I was able to do that, it was just, you know, on-demand, post-recorded, uploaded audio. And, you know, it was all good. They call it an audio blog then, but this is more of a transition to a new median, a more consistent delivery method to loyal listeners, and you're like, hey, why don't you ever show your face? Well, you know, as I said, I like to do it in more radio fashion, more I don't think I'm actually photogenic enough for you guys to even want to see me. Now you know I'm not vain. There you go. You had any question about me being vain, that cleared it up for you. You are wrong. No, I just just like, I hope my voice paints a picture enough. And I always emphasize, hey, I like old school radio, traditional radio. I love that format. And how creative you gotta be by just captivating by your voice and inflection, and I'm I've been a performer before, amateur, semi-professional performer. I did gigs. I was a singer. I know how the the live factor and the organic and you know the whole performing thing goes into all that. And uh, you know I'm a I'm a real um, should I call myself a thespian? No, you heard it wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. I mean, really. That's why I like the flow. So that's what it is. Then you got the new name, but the same great content. I hope you feel the same way. So a little bit more news. Let me uh for you guys that are able to watch the live or post run of this video. If you see on my screen. I have a new newsletter. It is called the Mavcast newsletter. I'll put a link in the description. Maybe I could do that now, actually. I don't think I could do it now. I have to do that on my mobile phone because I didn't have my Facebook pulled up or my Twitter or anything. So I'm prepared. Great job, Charlie. But there's a the new newsletter. I've kind of made sure I made the address bar visible so I wouldn't have to squint and you wouldn't have to hear me call out the web address, but if you are solely listening, I won't I won't like do you wrong like that. So, how do you support the podcast? You know, it's, it's been going through a couple of things. Little channels trying to see how it works. But you can always hit me up on the Cash app at the Mavcast. Just use the dollar sign. But if you like to be a subscriber, that's something totally different. You can join all over that, the Anchor.fm slash the mathcast, click that support button and become a monthly subscriber i'm working on getting some content loaded for paid subscriptioners that's the wrong word subscriptioners subscribers kind of like bonus content i want to give you something special you know you don't want to pay money just throw out money and not have anything in return right the promise of the quality of content that is produced by your support is very, like, selective. You know, it's it has a lot of that's opinion, right? It doesn't always have the same return on investment for everyone. So with that, you get special content if you're a subscriber where you wouldn't have if you weren't so I don't really do ads on here so it's not going to skip any ads but it's a way to give back you know I'll, I'll give some premium access to some of the pitmaster photos videos that are taken there on, on YouTube yeah I'll give you access to some bonus content recordings that won't go on the normal RSS feed yeah I well, thank you guys will like that. I got a couple of stuff out there already. If you would like to become a subscriber, please do. Always trying to evolve, keep up with the technology and ways of trying to deliver content, being creative, but still trying to not change so much that, you know, you've been listening for a long time, why would I change it up and you know how that goes. You watch or listen to stuff and they try to change it up kind of like Kanye did a decade ago <laughs> and never came back to being the great Kanye that we know and love. I know he's bipolar, but he's been bipolar for a long time. It's not nothing new. We notice this. You can't say, Hey, I got a bad album. And it's like, hey, people around him, and it's like, hey, you've been bipolar for years what happened back then you're you're great so i don't know i don't know that's my opinion on that but let's talk about live fire that's why you're here live fire cooking i want to give you some tips and tricks and also a little idea of how to cook ribs oh yeah Mm. but before right before we get to that Make sure you check out the RSS feed on your favorite podcast player to check out the most recent podcast of the MathCast podcast, where I talked to Brandon Rosser from the wonderful world of Mr. Rosser. We sat down and had a dope conversation. Mm, It's worth listening to. We got real deep. We did. You don't believe me. Go listen. I promise you, it'll be awesome. You'll be glad you came. (laughs) <laughs> and then check out the Mathcast podcast again. I have with Terrence PMR where we talked about the shy, a shy season four, and some other reminiscing we did on talking about old shows that we grew up on. Man, I'm telling you, there's some good stuff out there. I like to put this into one RSS feed. I know some other people like to kind of have different feeds for different podcasts. I thought about this in the market the other day. Yeah, I said the market. I said the market. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, why do I make why would I make the the reach of or a barrier higher for those that want to listen to multiple types of shows but from the same person?" Right? Why would I make the barrier of entry Difficult for you. You're going be like, I don't care. I subscribe to one, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I don't want you to do that. I want you to come to one location. So you can hear anything you like at anytime. any time. Sometimes you don't want to hear about barbecue. Sometimes you want to hear about tech. Sometimes you don't want to hear about any of those two. And you just want to kick back and listen to myself and my mom talk on cooking grits oh she's coming back this sunday don't worry about that we're gonna have a dope new episode stay tuned for that but yeah i don't want to have different feeds for you guys to have to follow and keep up with that's just difficult i tried to do that with large publications and it's just annoying i just miss out on stuff however there is one podcast network that you know i kind of learned this kind of thing delivery style from them is they might have multiple feeds for their different shows but they do have one main feed they've had that original one main feed until they were a huge 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 company that produced i think at one point 25 podcasts right and then they just didn't want the feed to just load up and bombard everybody so they they just branched them out because of that Choice that's great, but hey, there's only three podcasts. Oh, I said three. Yeah, so that's another update. The Math Tech Podcast is being discontinued. It was kind of branched off from the Math Cast. I didn't want to talk about too many things on there, but I, I think I got it covered now with three. The Math Tech Podcast is, was just like it sound. If you never heard it, it was just about tech, and I originally started the. Mavcast long time ago talking about tech. Anyway, so I'm like, you know what? Again, let me not make the barrier of entry so damn difficult for you lovely people. But let me make changes when it makes sense. I ask for feedback from my fellow content creators all the time. And I'm like, hey, I like to think, I like me to think more critically of myself than you might. So you don't have to do that. You know, that's, that's my gift to you. I won't give you any crap. (laughs) Or what I, I hope it's not crap. I hope you don't think it's crap, but I don't like throw all this stuff over the wall and don't try to, you know, perfect it over time to make it better. Anyway, let me stop rambling and get to the topic. So here we are. So there's a pandemic still, right? And people are still cooking a lot at home. We're getting used to being in this remote working environment. we got some news to share on a later podcast. Stay tuned for that. And... There are meat shortages. There are random shortages of every kind during the pandemic. The prices of meat are going up. And in actuality, when you think about it, the certain popularity of meats, the supply and demand, it fluctuates the meat prices anyway. But say something like chicken wings. You good luck finding them. And if you do. You might pay twenty dollars for it. I remember Terrence sending me a picture after we had the podcast recording the last Pitmaster podcast, and he sent me a photo of this uh, tray of of wings. And I'm like, is that twenty dollars? Like, you didn't get that? He's like, no. I'm like, thank you, man. The price gouging. I get, I get it. I get the whole economics behind it, but still, it's not ideal. So, what you want to do is you want to stretch your Your supply, so you don't have to spend as much money. So if you happen to find some chicken uh, parts, including wings, you figure out a way. Hey, let me find a way of how to conserve this, drive down costs, get a little creative with your knife skills, and the way that you kind of don't waste food. So I'll give you some tips and tricks, and I hope this is going to help you uh, in different areas. How to, you know, save some money, conserve, you know, do something, take a little bit of you know, more ease off of the resources that, that we already have shortages on and just not throw away so much. You know, I always I always feel bad throwing away food because all these homeless people out here and it's not like I'm going to drive to a food bank and give it. I'm probably just going to throw it in the trash or maybe give it to Polo, my dog. So. I feel bad about wasting food. So if you feel the same or you're like, man, I, I I did a lot of work on that, grilling that, taking time to smoke my protein. And I just don't want to waste half of it because I didn't get to eat it before it was time to maybe toss out. All, right, all that, all that. So stick with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to share tell a friend about the podcast, please do. If you'd like to come on the podcast and talk about Live Fire, please let me know. Reach out to me on social media at Charlie Maverick on Twitter. Hit me up on the Facebook page. It's public. Facebook.com slash Charlie Maverick. That'll take you straight to the Mavcast Podcast Network Facebook page. Yeah, anytime. I know I have uh, Ben Bowman on here a couple of times. Probably going to have him on here again in September. Probably talk about some more live fire. Reached out in a group and, you know, we just start talking and we got a couple of podcasts under our belt together. That's See, see how easy that is? If you want to come on the show and just shoot the shit <laughs> and talk about, you know, grilling is, hey. There's some camaraderie there. There's always a bridge there of communication when you're talking about what the um, our civilization's famous pastime, cooking meat. So first tip, let's start off with pork. All right. So let's say you want pork chops and you're like, man, I can't find pork chops. And when you find the pork chops, they might not be the size that you want them. Like the thickness, they might be too thin, too thick. You're like, I'm stuck. What do I do? Blah, blah blah. Or you're just okay with having, let's say, I don't know, boneless pork chops. But you want the good kind. Now, here's the thing: there's a there's a divide on everything in the world. So there's a divide on this bone-in versus boneless. But let's say you want to have boneless now what boneless gives you well we don't have to have a debate on it but it, what boneless gives you is more consistency with temperature across the entire meat itself the bone is great for moisture and it adds a little bit of more of that flavor. I you know you can't beat that you can't beat that however if you introduce another way to produce flavor into that boneless and keep it moist. You know, you don't have to cook it until it's right at that end. To it's almost tough. Over You can tell when it's overdone. But if you get that precisely down pack to get that temperature right of doneness, then I'm telling you, boneless pork chops may be the way to go for you. So how do you save money? Well, here you go. Buy a large, a large pork tenderloin. I suggest doing it at, a place like Costco or Sam's or BJ's. And that'll give you more uh, bang for your buck. It's a wholesale place, you know, buy in bulk. And if you buy there, it's going to be actually less money. If you go to like a regular Publix or Kroger and you try to find the same type thing, it's going to of course cost you maybe, I don't know, $30 for that size of, You know tenderloin, but I promise you, I promise you, the thing is huge. You can cut—I don't—I don't don't know, maybe ten thick-cut pork chops. I'm just talking about as thick as you can regularly find them type pork chops, and still have maybe something left over so you can—I don't know, whatever you want to throw in a fried rice or something. But even if you don't use it for pork chops, you can use this large cut of meat. For different things. And there's going to be a theme going on here of how to not only just use the protein you cook to eat in its entity as it comes off the grill, but maybe cook a large portion of this, kind of like you would do a large dish, like a large pot of red rice or something that you might eat throughout the week. You know how we do. And this meat can actually be transitioned or transformed into different dishes throughout the week or some be frozen away, repackaged, however. But this is a way to give you ideas of how to stretch that dollar. That $30 tenderloin could stretch you maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. I don't know. It could be if you're it depends on how many people you have in your house, honestly. If you're single, god damn it. Cut this up in different portions, freezer bag it, get a freezer, get a, get a chest freezer. Glad my wife talked me into getting a chest freezer in addition to the, you know, the refrigerator freezer. Glad that happened. It came up because there was a hurricane coming (laughs) because, you know, we live in on the East and like, Hey. We gotta no, I lie. It was the pandemic. It was the pandemic. Um, we were like, hey, we gotta everything's like selling up real quick. We gotta find a way to store our meat because there was a food shortage then. Remember that? I, I almost forgot about that. Anyway, she was like, hey, get the fridge. She was telling me that for years, and I'm like, yeah, I got it. Whoa. It's it really helps you. So you need places to store this stuff so you don't get the freezer that you have in inside the house all clogged up. But that will help you stretch that dollar. Get creative with it. That pork tenderloin will. I'm telling you, thank me later. Matter of fact, you don't even have to reach out and thank me. I know you're appreciative. <laughs> Try it. I guarantee it. How about here here's a real popular cut of meat that's just I don't know. It's all over the YouTubes. (laughs) It's all over the YouTubes. I sound old. It's all over the YouTubes. You know that? It's the pork steaks. uh, Thick cut pork steaks. Almost on the verge that you might need to cook it like a roast. (laughs) Type thickness. Again, how do you get that variation of size? Now, this might be a little... I would say this. Let me say this. As versatile you can get based on your creativity with the tenderloin. You can get just, just as creative with a pork shoulder. You don't have to make pulled pork all the time. Um, am I blowing your mind yet? What, what you're like, how dude, really you're reaching? No, I'm not. No. So listen, hone your knife skills. You can take this pork shoulder and you can Honey skills, cut your knife, get a really good knife to butcher this meat with, break it down into pork steaks. You can do it just like that, slice it up. Not wrong with that. Or you could break it down into different sections of how you want to use this in different dishes, you know, going forward through the week, month, however. The same way you broke down that tenderloin, now you have the bone factor that you thought you were missing with the tenderloin. You got the pork shoulder. And okay there's two versions of pork shoulder too. Now, if you don't want to deal with bone at all, you don't want to worry about cutting things down and be like, Hey, um, yeah, you know what? I don't feel like struggling with the knife cutting through bone. There is boneless. All right. So you don't have to, you have best of both worlds with this. It's not like the tenderloin, the pork shoulder, you can find two different versions, and this is going to give you the flexibility to do what you want with it. This is actually more flexible. So you don't have to just use this for this large cut of meat for pulled pork. Get creative. Cut this thing up. Make some pork fried rice. I don't know. Um, slice it thin, and you can use it for tacos. This is the more. Just think of, just think of a a pig, as you would think of a, a chicken or turkey. They have uh, the loin, which is more lean, right? And this is the shoulder and, and all that. And it's more tender, the, the more tendons in it. It's, it has a different color to it as well. So you get a more like a dark meat type of flavor profile versus the tenderloin. And this is going to give you the opportunity to be really flexible in how you use this. Oh, I'm going crazy with it now. All right. You're like, well, you got me thinking, Charlie. How am I going to cook it then? Well, I don't know. Do it like the pork steaks, like I, I first mentioned, or you can break it down into, I don't know. You can break those down to pork chops. If you feel so fancy to cut it up and in certain ways, you can make those into pork chops. There's no reason why you can't. It's not going to be like the straight up um, pretty looking bone in pork chops that you would have from the, the prepackaged, you know, tray of it. No, it's not going to be that, but Hey, It's still a chop. (laughs) If you want to get technical with it, be creative. You're cooking at home. You're not trying to audition for a Food Network show. If you are, I gave you an idea. Send me my royalties. Show me my money. I'm just kidding. So you you can use this in different ways. I'm blowing my own mind as I'm going through this. This This is awesome. Like, I've done this before, and I'm telling you, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're not going to be tired after breaking the, these cuts of meat down that I'm, t- I'm talking about today. It's going to be work. But the reward the reward that you would have from it, you would love yourself later. You know, it's kind of like you go out and and you work a garden, work a garden, and you're like, "Oh man, I'm breaking my back here. My knees are bad, my back is hurting, and all this, uh, everything is hurting." And you're like, "Man, this does a lot of work." But when you see, when you see the tomatoes come or whatever you planted come, you're like, "It was worth it." You will get a quicker, definitely a quicker return on investment with this. I'm I guarantee you. And if you're trying to learn how to butcher your meat. There's YouTube. Be confident in your knife skills. If you want to take your culinary game up a notch, get your butcher game down and you'd save yourself money. You can treat yourself to like, I do splurge on some other stuff. Maybe sometimes you want to repurpose that money and, you know, do a food order. You are like, hey, let's get takeout today. I saved my, I don't know, $50 this week already. <laughs> let's, <laughs> or let's get some pizza. Hey, there's another pizza night. I'm just, repurposing money or saving money. Either way, the bottom line is you're doing the right thing. You're doing the adult thing. You're doing the dope thing. <laughs> um, Not the drug dope thing. You get it. Anyway, so try it. I've not tried the, The like a whole plethora of range of different things that you could do this with. However, I will tell you of a specific project I did. I think that was like, I don't know, three years ago. So it's been done. It's been done a while. It's been done a while ago. (laughs) I made pork skewers. I made Asian inspired pork skewers by breaking down a boneless pork shoulder. I cut it up in, you know, the slices that you want for your skewer. It took a while. My shoulder was hurting. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you got to put in work. And and my wife was like, whoa, got to do that again. So I got to do it again. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. It's, it's a lot of work. But things like that, you can feed a whole bunch of people. You want to have a party? You want to have hors d'oeuvres out there? Yes, I say it like hors d'oeuvres. That's how you say it. I don't know why Americans change it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Hors d'oeuvres. That's how the Brits say it. That's how I'm going to say it. And you could just stretch your dollar, do your prep, or get the team of family to come together and prep. And you could save yourself so much and say, hey, guess what I did with that? I broke that down. You go ahead and buy pre cut uh, skewer sized cuts of pork somewhere. You'll go broke I'm trying to do it for a large group. You'll go broke. It's not cost effective. So, Take that knife out, sharpen it, pay somebody to sharpen it and break this down. Man. So let me talk about something that, you know, a lot of people don't eat pork. So, yeah. Hey, I was getting to the, I was getting to the poultry. I was getting to the poultry. See, glad you came. So chicken and turkey, I'll put them in the same category. There is a wing shortage. I ain't saying you're going to find this like, this ain't going to be the solution for the wing part. (laughs) I'm just saying. Can't solve that one. However, it'll give you a variety of different ways to stretch chicken or turkey a long way. I got inspired by this this section of the topic by my brother. Shout out to Roosevelt. He um, has a Dope. And I talked about this before. I'm not like telling this business for the first time. So he has this dope Traeger pellet grill. And he was smoking the turkey on it. Oh, it looks so good. And he told he tells me what he does with it. He do, they just don't eat it as a household in the same way you do during Thanksgiving. Although that is fine if you want to do that. What it does, it gives you a way to stretch your protein. That's his protein. He loves turkey. I'm like, man, I didn't know people eat turkey like that outside of Thanksgiving. And I think about it, you're dummy, Charlie. Cold cuts, turkey, you know, Subway, turkey. I don't know. I was wrong. I'm stupid. I don't know. And I was like, "Hey, that's a great idea." He they make different dishes out of it, totally, and, and a vast variety of dishes. It's never plain. It's never just cutting up the turkey and just eating it. That's boring. No, he's smart with it. He takes the whole turkey, he spatchcocks it, which means grow up. First of all, grow up, because you heard it wrong. <laughs> well, I'm tell you what spatchcocks means. <laughs> it just sounds wrong. I don't know. Butterflying. I don't know it's butterfly. So you butterfly the turkey, which you, you cut the backbone out, you're killing me. You guys are killing me. You you cut the backbone out, and what I found out is um traditionally, uh they cut through the breastbone. I don't know, and we Americans do it wrong. That's how it traditionally went. They straight went straight down the breastbone, which technically is easier. Cause the way you gotta do it with the backbone, you gotta cut two sides of it. It's not one line of a cut. It's like you gotta cut it this side, cut that side, and then you got a little, you gotta fight with it a little bit, and then. But, but your reward is, if you like turkey back, <laughs> that's your treat. I don't know. I never had a turkey back, or I didn't realize it did. But however, that that could be like one of the the turkey necks. Oh, turkey neck. Hold on. First of all, you should cook a whole turkey. <laughs> get buy a whole turkey, break it down just for the turkey necks, the turkey wings, and the turkey legs. I'm telling you, save money, be a boss. I don't know. I get a craving for turkey wings. Hey, don't judge me. Harry been over to the house. I think he actually had one. And I, I was. It took like a couple of cooks. I ain't gonna lie. This was not one cooking session. <laughs> turkey wings are tasty very tasty but first you gotta cook them then you gotta stew them or you just stew them but it gets like so soft and crap and i don't i don't want the skin at that point it was like if i gotta eat the skin because if you stew it it's gonna be soft so i might as well pack a whole bunch of flavors so i smoked it then i stewed it there you go that's how that's how it tastes so good yeah it was awesome but if you break down the turkey and don't even use it as turkey like eating in turkey parts, guess what? You can stretch it. You can, if you are good with your knife skills, guess what? You can make sandwiches. (laughs) I'm bugging. You can make sandwiches with that thing, man. The kids are going back to school. Guess what? Oh, hey, it's too soon, but hey, the the, the school districts get your life right because you don't know how to plan this meal prep because they keep half to quarantine, get that shit right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it from my fellow people out there struggling. The struggle is real. Fix the quarantine stuff. Figure out what you're gonna do. Anyway, they're going back to school. Get the lunch boxes ready. Sandwiches, sandwiches. Oh man, guess the best turkey sandwiches you have all year is after Thanksgiving. Am I lying? Well, if you, if you cook the turkey well enough. <laughs> I mean, you gotta cook it well. If if it tastes like shit, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have have a suggestion for (laughs) you. Just throw it away. I don't know. But if you if you are the person that makes that dope ass turkey sandwich over that weekend after Thanksgiving, hey, you could do it all year round. I'm just saying, you don't have to balk yourself in. I know people out there like, man, I don't feel like dealing with this turkey, man. Look, you don't have to cook it butterflied you can actually just break it down just like any other thing and repackage it. it let's say hey this is a this is a pit master podcast so guess what if you have a pit barrel cooker or a drum smoker this is the perfect opportunity for you to practice doing half chickens i blew your mind yeah i have like i never tried that man yes cut it directly in half from like from the breast just cut the whole thing in half, man. I don't don't know what to tell you. You know how to do that. And then you hang it, hang it in the pit barrel cooker. And dude, that is some of the best eating you have. You're doing it Texas style. You can season it whatever. You don't even have to inject that bad boy. I know you're worried about injection too. Like how am I get all this flavor in here? You're putting this thing on a smoker. Come on. And even if you don't, Guess what? I got the hookup for you. I got the idea for you. So a few years ago, my father-in-law, hey, shout out. He, he got me a air fryer turkey cooker outside. I'm telling you, you could do perfect, perfect, perfect turkey and chicken cooking out there without worrying about you know, lighten up the charcoal and smoking it or whatever. However, if you want to smoke it, you can smoke it. But if you just want that that you know that fried turkey flavor, and then you want to cook it in that type of portioning, hey, there you go. It is called the charbroil big easy. It don't cost over a hundred dollars. It's this little thing, this cylindrical thing that hooks up to the propane. And hey, use it every Thanksgiving, if you want to, it, it, it'll it pay for itself. Promise you. So if you don't have a, a space for a traditional thing to fit the whole turkey in it, let's say you just want to stuff the bad boy and you do like eating the whole thing all year round. <laughs> there you go. Just dip it down there and it'll cook. Awesome. But breaking down that meat will save you money and give you creative variety. You could, I don't know what you make. Hey, I'm going straight South Carolina on this. Forgive me not. (laughs) Chicken prelo? What? What? How about if you want to get ahead of the game and you want an extra smoky flavor in your chicken soup? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that. Chicken soup. Smoky, delicious chicken soup. Mm, Man, I'm telling you. If you want to make turkey chili, if you don't like to have like the heavier proteins like beef, pork, you want to make a turkey chili, smoke that bad boy first. I'm just saying. It'll taste so good. (laughs) Now I want to do it. Oh, man. So I I do watch a lot of YouTube and I've seen some chili cook-offs where Where they smoke the turkey first and then make the chili that has beat the traditional chili with beef in it. I lie to you not. Hey, if you know how to cook, you know how to cook. (laughs) Maybe it's not the protein; it's the cook. You know, if you dope in the kitchen or in you know in the pit, that's what it is. But the last thing that I did want to talk about in terms of trying to stretch that 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 dollar with the different protein is. It's beef, you know. I couldn't leave the cow out. I'm not talking about nothing, man. Does he say the cow? It sounds like you say the cow. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I, I've never seen it written. Maybe I gotta look it up. He's saying the cow, but anyway, I wouldn't leave the cow out of this. Yes, the cow, the steaks. How about I was I was talking to my wife right before I went live. Recording with this, and I'll tell you one thing. This is the dopest idea ever. Steaks. Dopest idea ever. Oh, th- you'll thank me later. Yeah, you will. So let's say you got a big group coming and you want to entertain. World's opening back up. Y'all got your shots? Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. But you're getting out there and you say, Hey, let's have a party. What do you want to eat? Steaks. Who don't like steak? I don't know, vegetarians, vegans? Hey, we ain't talking to you. Not this episode at least. We're talking about meat. But if you get that, that group coming over, and they're like, man, I want steaks. And who doesn't want a nice filet? I know you got the cowboy ribeyes out there. I know you got the the I don't know the tri-tips and, and all that, the tomahawks. But hey man, if you if you know how to cook steak, if you know how to cook steak, it don't matter. You're gonna make that thing taste delicious i gotta laugh at myself so you take yourself you gotta take yourself you gotta you gotta say self get up get dressed (laughs) and go to the store maybe go to costco again or big box wholesaler and then you're like hey i need a way to get a whole bunch of steaks and you start looking at uh what what do you call it the big ass tray the tub i don't know where or the the shelf the I don't know, where they have all the meats, all the cuts of beef at in those stores. And you're like, man, if I get like, I'm going to go broke with all this steak. Eh. And then you see, and then you see this nice, huge beef tenderloin. And you're like, whoa, that's a lot of meat. Shut up. Y'all need to grow up. I know what y'all are saying. Shut up this ain't that type of show shut up no. but you were like yo <laughs> i'm not gonna say it again i can use this and then you're gonna be like yeah what how do i use it though so how about you take that huge cut of meat and it's probably gonna cost you a little over a hundred dollars i ain't gonna lie to you it ain't gonna be cheap it ain't gonna be something where really you're like man, this is a low barrier of entry. I glad I did this. You're going to actually have to follow through with this thing to see if this actually works for you. Because if you can't cook steak, you done effed up. I'm sorry. You just wasted a lot of money. Maybe you should have went with that brisket and effed that up too. I don't know. <clears throat> but anyway, what you got to do is you got to cut that thing in sections. And what you're going to do is you you get As thick as you want. Some people wanted this thickness. You know, the same thing with the the pork tenderloin. This is the same thing with this one. You can cut so many steaks with this. And the thick cut and the the tenderness you're going to get out of these steaks because they're a part of the tenderloin. Guess what? It's in the name. It's tender. It's not one of those those tough cuts of meat where you got to really cook it like almost rare for it not to be tough or you got to make it into like a brisket for it to be edible and so you're not chewing all day. It's a tenderloin. Hey, you you almost can't mess this up. You'll find a way. I don't know you will. Some people always find a way to mess it up. You're like, hey, <laughs> you know how you give somebody something and you're like, huh? They won't mess that up. And you're like, <laughs> lo and behold, They fucked it up. They're like, "Well, how did you do that? Now, if you can can cook, if you can cook, a lot of of y'all out there say y'all can cook. I don't know. I don't like eating other people food like that, so I'll take your word for it. But if you can cook steak, this is going to be a win-win for you. Save the dollars. Because if you buy these individually cut for the tenderness that you're going to get, for the thickness and quality of each and every last one of these slices you're going to get, you're going to feel like a boss. You'll be like, hey, these people going to think I got, <laughs> I ordered Omaha steaks in this bitch, <laughs> and all you did is went to Costco. I'm telling you, hey, that's what they do at Omaha Steaks. You got the, all those nice fillets. Guess what they did? Yes, you paid them to do that. All you needed was a sharp knife and time. I'm I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm preaching to you. We're taking up a collection later. So you take this and you slice it however you want. Now, with that said, there is the bit of creativity and versatility factor here. It's a little bit less or maybe equal depending on your creativity with beef. Now, remember, this is a tenderloin. So it's going to be kind of like the pork. I know y'all don't eat pork. I'm going to make this relate. So it's tender. I don't know how I can say it. It's tender. So if you want to cube it up, oh, beef and broccoli. Oh man, don't you love beef and broccoli? Who don't love beef and broccoli? You can have a smoky, beautiful, flavorful, You ever had a smoky beef and broccoli? Oh, I I know you can't smoke everything. Yes, you can. Stop saying that. Don't say that no more. You can smoke everything. How do you think we did it before we got kitchens? They smoked it. It was smoke. (laughs) You grill everything. (laughs) Let there be a hurricane and nobody has power. You're going to break out that Coleman grill, ain't you? I bet you're going to do that. That's what we did back in the day with Hugo. But I'm telling you. You can have a smoky, nice, flavorful, layers of flavor that you can't get from the Chinese restaurant type of beef and broccoli. It's going to blow your mind. How about if you can make Mongolian beef? Listen, I'm trying to preach to y'all people out there. Y'all can get creative and save money at the same time. Let's think how much money you're saving by eating at home versus the restaurant anyway. And we all are trying to hone our skills with the with the cooking inside. So this ain't just for the pitmasters out there. This this is for the the people that I that don't really mess with outside like we do. You know, you you can transition this stuff in the same type of dishes if you just want to prep it ahead of time to get a little bit of smoke in there, so you can have that extra flavor. There you go. I tell you what I do. This is what I do, and this is gonna. I'm telling you about a future segue that's coming. Hold me to it. I know Terrence is listening. So Terrence, if I forget to go on the segue, please let me know to get back on track. Yes. So what i like to do is i like to, if I have something that I know either that is, I had in the freezer for a while, I'm like, I, I got to do something with it. Or if I know maybe I can, I don't know, use it sometime in the future. If I don't eat it today, I portion it up. And then I, so let's say if I'm cutting up some ribs, let's, let's use that or cutting up any cut of meat. And I'm like, okay, there's some cuts that ain't going to go on here. I'm not going to, th- I'm not going to throw those away. Don't throw your trimmers away. Cut them up in, in whatever slices you want, shave off the silver skin on whatever, and then bag it up in some freezer bags. Freezer bags are your friend freezer bags or your friend, Costco is your friend. (laughs) Get a card because you can get a box of a variety of size of Ziploc freezer bags. It goes a long way. And what you can do is let's say right before something goes bad in the freezer. Let's let's start with that one first. And you're like, okay, I was smart. I was smart. I already bagged this up. I already freezed it. I already, you know, portioned out that carton of meat that I already had. Now I need to use it. And now you already have it. You already have it with you. Let's say you want to cook with it then, or let's say, hey, you want to portion up the trimmings and save it for, let's say, inside cooking. You maybe don't. You don't want to cook this on the grill. Maybe you trimmed it up and you're like, hey, you know, I, I'm not gonna put this portion on the grill save it off to the other side, and then save it for, I don't know, in the house cooking. I like to take different things and say, hey, I'm going to make me some ramen noodles. How about that pulled pork that I put in that freezer bag that I know I wasn't going to eat? You know, I know, I, I know I'm going to eat that big ass piece of uh, pulled uh, <laughs> pull pork. I know we can't eat the whole pulled pork in a weekend. <laughs> Come on, you got to freeze some of it. Pull out the freezer, put in some ramen noodles. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey, that ain't bougie. That's just smart. As <laughs> I still eat ramen noodles. go up. It's, hey, look, it's just a packet. You don't have to just have the packet flavor. I get it. Put some other stuff in there. I'm telling you, poach an egg in there. Get some skills. Do something. I don't know. Then you have. Oh, oh, the point was, dude, those ramen noodles, nice, smoky, pork pulled pork flavor oh let's say you were trying to have a like some some brisket saved off because who's going to eat a big ass brisket you got to save it you got to freeze it chop that thing up and make uh i don't know pork ramen or beef ramen my my bad beef ramen smoky smoky beautiful hey you want to put that in some chili you you just like hey man i got that shit in the freezer pull that out for the chili you don't got the You just cut your time for one for cooking the chili because the meat already got flavor. It's just going to permeate all through that sauce. All through that. I'm telling you, be smart. I'm dropping some knowledge on y'all today. I'm, I'm taking up offering. Damn it. Taking up offering. The usher will be by in a moment. Don't be trying to make change either. Mm -mm. we take cash app. (laughs) Stay in the seats, people. Don't go to the restroom. (laughs) Y'all know how y'all do. (laughs) But freezer bags are your friend. Use them, use them, use them. Use these ways. You can meal prep with this. Ah, no, man. It's It's an endless possibility of things that you can do. All right. So let's talk about what I really wanted to, I just had this, this inspiration yesterday. And my wife was like, hey, you know, we did this before. Hey, I wasn't paying attention to that specifically, but it was a dope idea. It wasn't mine. I ain't gonna, I, I'm not gonna say did. I'll give you a credit, babe. She did it first. I replicated it. and I didn't know it. <laughs> but, the, the idea of the pro tip is let's say you could do this with beef or pork ribs by the way let's say you want to have a a party i don't know party scene i don't know or another scenario you want to you have a different flavor a craving for different barbecue sauces, but you'd like ribs a lot. So you want to eat. What if you want to eat your slab of ribs throughout a couple of days or or, or like that? And you just don't want that same flavor. Maybe it's getting boring. I don't know. You want to have some versatility. Let's say for instance, you take your ribs, pork, or it could be beef and you just put salt, pepper, garlic on there. That's it. Nothing fancy, old school style, super old school. You can do seasoning salt if you want. Some people love the season salt. You don't have to put no binder on there. You don't have to do nothing like that. And then you put it in. I, I think you put I should you should definitely put it in a smoker. Don't put this in the oven because you want a flavor profile, the push through of wood smoke. You want to use wood smoke as your friend in both instances, pork or beef. What you want to do with this, ma'am, sir, (laughs) is you want to take that, put it with your favorite wood flavor. You can have a pellet grill. You can have a Weber kettle like I use. You can have an offset smoker. Use your wood as flavor. You have to say, hey, well, how do I know what flavor I want to use? Guess what? If you use just salt, pepper, garlic powder. You have the ability to not butt heads with any of your seasoning. Because SPG is the base. It should be your base for every cook. Salt, pepper, garlic. I like to make my own mixture of uh, one part. This is three parts now. It's three-part mixture. So one part, uh, coarse, really coarse, really, 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 really coarse salt and coarse brown uh black pepper and if i can find it there's a shortage but if you got if you got to settle go ahead for the regular garlic powder but if you can find the roasted garlic powder whoa just saying so just put it spg on there you might feel like hey or go with the wood that you have i don't know it's it's going to still give you ability to do this you take that would put as much smoke into it as you want, and then what you do is you let others put whatever sauce on it after the fact after you take it off and how you easily do this take a grill brush like one of the the, the, the paint brushes that you use to put your sauce on, take those ribs and just put a little coat of whatever sauce you want on there because not everybody wants sauce. You know, not everybody wants sauce. So you put sauce on there. If you're a sauce person, you change it up a few times. Or if you got like people that, hey, man, I want this uh, honey barbecue. Oh, no, I want this uh, habanero over here. Oh, no, I want this this garlic herb over here. No, no, no. You got the ability to to set it how you want. And the way that you would do it on the grill is, hey, you'd probably glaze this right before you take it off. You just want it to set anyway. So put it in the air fryer, the oven, or pop it back on the grill if you already got it. If you already got the grill on for something else, there you go. Holla. You just put that mofo back on the grill and glaze it. Easy. So there you go. I gave you some ideas. I hope you take those ideas and be creative. Just have fun with cooking. It doesn't matter if you're in the pit or in the kitchen. Just have fun. Do what you do. Get out there. Save some money. Be creative. And don't worry about the meat shortage. We'll, we'll get through it. The worst comes the worst. I have to eat a lot of potatoes. I'm down with that too. Until next time, y'all stay dope. This is the Backyard Pitmaster Podcast live recording. And I'll check you out later. Where there's a fire, I hope it's a grill smoke and nobody being hurt. <laughs> Wear a mask.